0: Hey, everybody. Welcome. My name is Matthew. Thank you very much for joining today. We're going to take a look at the S&P 500 total return index and answer the question, how fast does it grow? Okay. So here we have about... 35 years of data for the S&P 500 total return index. This is in log scale. Remember financial markets, I've talked about this in many videos, typically move in uh, exponential uh, curves, exponential growth rates. And how does that look on log scale? It's a straight line. It looks a bit more jagged if we take log off. All right. It's always going to look that way in recent years. It's going to look jagged. Here we zoom in. Uh, to the 2008 uh, crash um, it's always just going to look more volatile the closer you are on linear keep that in mind so anyway log scale financial markets typically on log scale they're going to look and look and move in exponential curves that is a straight line on log scale second thing to keep in mind here this is the s p 500 total return index total return all right so that specifically means you got to go to specific sources to how they calculate that. That means we're not just accounting for dividends paid out, which is what the adjusted return does, but we're accounting for dividends that are paid out in each stock and reinvested into the index itself again. So that's that's why you're going to get a number here that's at the moment around 10,000 for the index whereas just the s p and p itself is around 4,700 4, uh right now. All right, so keep that in mind. This is a total return index for 35 years. Okay, uh, all I wanna do is just show you the way that the stock market grows if you reinvest your dividends, okay? So it can definitely go uh, and peak high as it did here in the dot-com boom. It can bust low as it did in the financial crisis in 2008, and it can return to trend, which it has been doing over the last seven, eight years. Okay. The all-time trend here, Keep in mind, it's an exponential regression. See my prior videos on exponential regressions. It's an R squared of 93%. That's pretty solid. It means that uh, the data hugs this black line 93% better with 93% less volatility than it hugs the average or a straight line. And of course, that's going to be the case. Things generally grow in nature and in the economy as well. All right. So uh, keep in mind here, this is uh, total return. And these red bands are uh, basically two standard deviation bands. Okay, so dotted lines, if you hit a red band, it's an extremely rare event. I'm showing you the percentiles exactly. Okay, so on the lower band, two and a half percentile. On the upper band, that's a 97 and a half uh, percentile indicator, which means that basically the index is only going to be outside those red bands 5% of the time. Okay, so it's an extremely rare event. It was very rare here in 2008, fell below. It was rare here in the dot-com booms to the upside above. Okay, We're actually still relatively in the middle. I could do one sigma, one standard deviation, two-thirds of the time, I'm not doing that. But actually, we're not crazy relative to the all-time growth. We can question the merits of uh, all of this due to the value of the money itself. Uh, Two uh, Federal Reserve Chairman, In particular, we're at the helm for a long time during this. That is Alan Greenspan and then Ben Bernanke. Uh, We're at the the helm of the United States dollar currency for a long time during this chart, basically. Um, But nonetheless, the market itself, if you reinvested your dividends in the market itself, um, it's going to give you a pretty decent uh, return as long as you can hold on. Okay. So if you were here in even the peak of the dot com boom uh where it peaked the total return index about 2000 you would fall down by about half nearly half in March of 2003 that was the bottom and then you could get back a little bit more than uh your your uh 2000 peak here uh, 10% more 20% more i should say in 2007 just before the big bust uh, bust again all right and then you fall all the way back to 1100 again so extremely volatile times here it's definitely not a smooth ride and if you're a mailbox investor s p 500 may not be for you even uh but if you can hold it out usually the returns do come back and how do we measure those returns well a couple different ways we could uh, i'm just going to throw out two numbers for this video okay so the first one is imagine you invested right here at the beginning of the chart 1988 when the index was only 257 and now it's 10,000 what does that translate into in a year-on-year return all right the answer 10.8 percent compound annual growth 10.8 percent per year is what you would receive if you invested into the index and you reinvested your dividends every time a dividend was paid out another way to look at this what is the growth rate of the black line the exponential uh regression itself the exponential trend line 9.2 percent. okay so the actual uh slope or the steepness of that curve is is such a way and again this is exponential growth it just increases 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 uh if you utilize the power of compounding you reinvest your dividends uh, according to the slope of the trend line—that is, the black line—your return would be 9.2% per year. Not bad. Still got to think about the value of your money. Still got to think about inflation. But 9.2% to 10.8%. These are the regression. Uh, excuse me. These are the uh, compound returns. Compound return figures, basically, that you're going to get for investing in stocks and reinvesting your dividends every year according to the S&P 500 thanks for watching